I am so pumped for this. Oh, I don't pay for suits. My suits are on the house. Or the house burns down. Welcome back to the Red Right Hand Podcast, the show that covers each and every episode of the Peaky Blinders. I'm Josh. And I'm Curtis. And give us those dates. Give us those dates you have. Season six premieres on BBC. That's if you're in the UK, no Americans allowed. February 27th. I have no that clue can't be what true. time now. What do you mean? <laughs> you can watch BBC here. Yeah, it's called BBC America. Are they not showing it on there? No, I looked. They're not showing. Oh, yeah. So we're being for. We are going to be forced to wait until April. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you just want like choice here. No, unless you just want to like read about it on the articles (laughs) online Mm. from you know the journalist. But anyway, season season six uh, premieres. If you're in the UK or. I don't know about other countries besides America, but in the UK, you lucky bastards. February 27th, BBC it's be One. Next Sunday. But if for everybody else on Netflix, April 1st. And I hope that's not a joke on us all. I hope it really is April 1st. <laughs> that's suspect. It's a little suspect. Yeah. TBD. TBD. April 1st. We'll see, I guess. Just got to make sure that if you're not already caught up to here, uh, I mean, I guess if you're not caught up to here, you probably won't be hearing us implore you to (laughs) watch those episodes a little faster. But uh, Can you hear me from episode one, from episode one, (laughs) season one? (laughs) It'll echo throughout the episodes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But you just want to make sure that you're all caught up and... uh, or you just got a good refresher on for those last couple episodes. <clears throat> I didn't remember most of the stuff that happened in this episode. So it started coming back to me. I mean, I, I kind of have like a grasp of what's going to happen in the next two episodes, but I just didn't remember like order. And then, then there were a few things was like, Oh yeah, I forgot that that happens here and that happens there. So I really can't remember what happens next episode. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I have no idea. And I think actually rewatching this episode, I think I have, I think I've figured out uh, who done it in the end of season six, uh, season five. And I don't know. It's weird because like I don't know how I never noticed this one little detail, as this is like the, my third time going through this season like watching this season and I didn't realize this one little detail until they said it. And I was like, Oh snap. Okay. Which I already had like a theory when we started this season on who I thought done it <laughs> at the end of this next episode. But, who done uh, it? I think, yeah, who done it. Uh, but I think this, this episode kind of gave me a little more confidence in my theory. So, and I'll talk about that when we get to it. Cool. Yeah, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. So, all right, I look You'll forward know. to hearing that. You will know. 
Um, well, the episode starts out, and we pick up where we left off at the end of the last episode. Um, at the end of the last episode, Linda showed up at the party that Tommy was hosting at his house, and she tried to shoot Arthur, but Polly shot her instead. Um, I didn't notice at the time, but Polly says that she just used her Derringer. Um, so, eh, you know. It was not as serious as they're making it out to be. Just a flesh wound. Um, what? It's just a flesh wound. Yeah, it's just a flesh wound. Um, so they bring Linda inside. They dig the bullet out. Um, and Tommy puts her to sleep, basically. I don't know what he gave her. I didn't see. It was opium. But, um, oh, okay. I think it was, yeah. Uh, Makes it, I think it may have been mixed with a drink too. My yeah. my favorite part of this scene though is it's like a weird transition. It's like in all the chaos of them like trying to, you know, take the bullet out and then try to like, like calm her down and then put her to sleep for a little bit, which is like one big long shot. I don't know if you noticed that, but it's I mean it's one single yeah. shot moving around everything. Um, but it's like in the middle of all that, all of a sudden, Polly's like, uh, oh, yeah, uh, by the way, I'm getting married. And Tommy's like, oh, oh you're getting married. <laughs> it's like change of pace all of a sudden. It's like, should we really be it's, talking yeah, about it's this? just right super casual. Second? Yeah, it yeah. was so weird. And I laugh every time I see that part. I don't know why. It's just kind of funny to me. It's like, uh, we, should we really be talking about this right now? But, I mean, she's still, well, I think she's still hurt. Especially out of everybody in the room, the two of them don't really care. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. They She's kind of a problem for them. So. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, Mosley takes advantage of uh, the time being, or Tommy being away um, to start giving the speech. And, uh, how was the speech for you? How were you feeling about that? Yeah, a little cringy. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's definitely crescendoing to to the tip top of the mountain where he finally announces the uh, the name of the new party. And uh, every time I hear him do that, I always think, and in this scene, I always think he's going to be like, "It's the this is the the British Union of Fascists," <laughs> and you know, and all yeah. that time building up to that. You know, there, he was he was getting the crowd on his side. There was a lot of guys going, "Yeah, you know, you're right, preach it," you know, whatever. And I always feel like he gets to that point and he says that, and everybody should be like, "Yeah, what? You said what? What's the name?" What? Uh huh. Uh, mm. Yeah. Anybody else hear that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can tell he's definitely he's got the the speech for. I mean, the the ability to rally a crowd for sure he seems like a hitler yeah. <laughs> well they borrowed like so many of hitler's mannerisms and or, sure, i don't yeah. know if you know they told him to do that or he decided like to do actor. that yeah um but yeah he just does a lot of the same movements and yeah, there's just like a lot of stuff that he was doing that was very like if you've ever watched, you know, if you watch like World War II, you know, in color or like something like that on Netflix, like they'll show you, 
you know, bits and pieces of, yeah, speeches. I mean, a lot of times, you know, ever hear like what's actually being said, but that kind of speaks to it more because you like see those movements that he makes and stuff. Passion. Yeah. And emotion. Yep. You can definitely tell he's pouring, Mosley's pouring everything into it. He definitely believes in what he's talking about. For sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's a tough one to get through. (laughs) Like it's it's like you're saying, it's just super cringy. Like the whole time you're just like, Oh my God, like this is awful. Yeah. It's just like this season's pretty tough because of that aspect, you know, of, of like, you know, you got all the different stuff going on. You got the opium, you got McCavern and the Billy boys, you know, there's different things. And then Tommy's, you know, visions and whatnot. And then you got the whole, you know, Mosley and the fascist movement. And that part is just kind of like this, just cringy thing that just won't go away in this series or in this season. Yeah. And it seems like from the trailer, we're going to have to deal with it for another, another uh, season. So. Um, so then Tommy and Mosley meet after um, his little speech. Um, and he's mostly just going over Tommy's concessions, basically the stuff that he's about to be giving up to the Billy boys. Um, it's the racetracks in the North because they're the Billy boys are basically going to be taking over in the North. Mm. Um, and they're trying to find somebody suitable in the South. I guess Tommy's going to kind of run the center portion. Yeah. Um, and Tommy's not happy about that. No, you can tell he's, I mean, he's, he's definitely just, not. Yeah. Giving away things that they've, you know, fought for and earned. So, I mean, that do you think there's, there's definitely some regret showing in his face to have gotten involved in all this, don't you think? Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you're in too deep, so you can't go back now. Yeah. And he knows that. No, he this knows is all. got to finish it. Yeah, this is all so much bigger now, you know? Yeah. I think it was, well, and uh, I think at the same time, it was like it was way bigger than what he ever thought it would be. You know, I think he thought yeah. it was just going to be a quick fix, and it's like, no, this thing is blown up. Especially after, yeah. you know, standing, you know, outside the tent and listening to that speech and seeing how the people were reacting to it, you know? And then later yeah. on when he's when he's talking to Ben, ben Younger about it, you know, Younger's telling him that it's like that speech was talked about in like all the major papers around Britain. And it was met with like favorable um, reception from like every class, you know, from the rich and the poor and the middle, you know? So it's, I think this is in this episode, it's really starting to hit Tommy that this is not looking good. Yeah. Um, Tommy and Lizzie talk for a minute. I the only thing I really had from that scene was just that, um, the Lizzie kind of calls Tommy out that like in the beginning, yeah, this was about intelligence, but he realizes that mostly he's got to be stopped. 
like that right this is like what he's doing is horrible and somebody has to stop him right yep so she kind of calls him out on that um <clears throat> Arthur's with Linda kind of while she's recovering um she said he he wants her to leave with him. They want to take Billy and they want to get out of there. Or Arthur wants that. And Linda doesn't want to have anything to do with him. Um, she says that uh, she's glad oh, oh. that she didn't kill him. Because uh, that would just would have been a mercy for him. Um, that she wants him to live with the pain in his head. Um, and just all the suffering. Man, that's evil. But yeah. Um, and then yeah, then Linda dips out. I couldn't remember if she um if she died or if she had just kind of left. You know. Mm. Uh, so I don't know. That's definitely a thing about this show. Like, if you don't see somebody die, most of the time they come back around in some way, right. shape or form. So, yeah, that's true. Um, which makes me think Sabini's still out there, man. Maybe. They haven't said anything about him dying. And then he was mentioned in the last episode or not the last episode, the last season. So I don't know. On the last season, they just mentioned him because didn't he say he was, Tommy said he was coming for him next. Um, yeah, yeah, something like that. Well, I think it was the deal was they'd already they'd already run through the uh, not the Jews the Italians, and then yeah, he told Alfie he's like you know they're gonna come for me and then they're and don't think that they're gonna stop with that they're gonna come for you and then they're gonna wipe everybody out, you know. Um, somebody though. I think later on in this episode when McCavern is talking to Tommy and they're talking about like their districts or whatever, I think he says something about mostly liking Italians, which I mean, makes sense too from like the, yeah. Cause he'd already, he'd already met Mussolini, didn't he? Didn't he say something about mm -hmm. him in the last episode? So mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I kind of, and I didn't notice that, in the previous two times I've seen this episode. So I just noticed it the first time here. And so I kind of put that in the back of my mind, just in case there, because I know at the same time, like I said, Sabini's still out there as far as we know. So I didn't yeah. know maybe if he would have anything to do with that in the end, but going yeah, into next season, maybe. at least. I just feel like um, just kind of a side note real quick. I just feel like, next this next season is like gonna have everybody and and anybody that like we've probably ever seen before because i feel like everything's kind of coming to a head for tommy and, and all of his demons and enemies or whatever are going to be coming out you know yeah no i can so. see that especially with it being the last season yeah so we'll see um yeah, it made me wonder if we'll see Linda again after this. Yeah. Um, 
so Younger goes to meet with Tommy um, at one of his offices, and he's saying that he's kind of what you were saying, you know, earlier about how um, Mosley's message was pretty well received. Um, Younger knows that half of, what do you say, half of, I can't remember exactly how he said it was like half the people, you know, have some reason to also align themselves with him. And then, uh, and then the other half um, had spent their life, I was like fighting socialism. It was basically like none of his superiors were going to be. They're they're just not oh. super interested in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, okay, I get what you're saying now. I didn't know who you were talking about. You're talking about his uh, younger superiors in the intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't remember exactly how he said it, but yeah, he's basically saying that it's like they, you know, again, it's like Tommy. His his main thing was supposed to um, get gather intelligence on like Jesse Eden. And all those people that are rallying yes. communism in Britain. Yes. And he even calls them out and says it's it's dried up. You know, it's like you're not even reporting on that anymore. You know, and like you say, it's like my superior officers don't care about this stuff that you're trying to feed me now. You know, and he gets to yeah. the point where he's saying it's like I'm, you know, I'm getting threats and I'm, you know, with like my life and my job. And this is where he brings up, I don't know if you noticed, but he brought up the name Section D. Yes. Uh, who was who was um, giving threats on his life. And this part, though, is, is, is what I was talking about earlier because it's kind of important because he says, you know, Section G, I know you've heard of them, Tommy, but they're, they're giving threats against my life. Um, and Tommy's just flat out tells him, he's like, yeah, I know who they are and I beat them. And it's like, oh, you should not have said that, dude, because obviously you didn't. And I don't think he did. He just killed the priest. That's all he did. You know, the priest yeah. wasn't Section D. I mean, the Section D was way bigger than, than the priest, you know, and they're still yeah. out there. And, you know, I mean, that was two seasons ago, you know, so I always I just kind of caught that. And I was like, oh, that's I feel like that's going to be super important, man, for this next season. So. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, we talked, you know, early on when we first had Section D, like two seasons ago or whatever, mm-hmm. um, about how they just kind of fade away into nothing. You're like, wait, these are supposed to be like the most powerful guys in the country. Like, what? You know, right, it, made, yeah. it made sense that they were able to get out before because they made deals with people who were more powerful, you know? Mm-hmm. So there was yeah. at least, like, some logic there. But they never were like, and those more powerful people killed everybody in Section D, you know? It's like they just kind of faded to the back. Faded, yep. So, yeah, they I noticed re- that, too. Recruit. I noticed, uh, yeah. Yeah, my note for that section was Younger, the Resistance, Section D. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah, but Tommy gets younger to take the intel um, and the well the evidence, um, which was the check signed by 
Mosley. Yes. Yeah. Um, and was that a was that some kind of like mine on the side of his car? A mine on the side of his car. Well, I, I noticed, noticed like that, ki- that kid's like kicking the soccer ball at his car. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't know if that like caused the bomb to go off. No, or... no, no, no. It's so it it's the bomb was uh, connected to the ignition. Because if oh, I didn't later he was on, trying to start the car. Yeah, because he because he gets startled by the the kid kicking the the ball. He looks at him, and then he then rises. He gets kind of set, and he pushes the button, and it blows up. Because later on, in a scene when Tommy gets into his car. He starts. He's about to push the button to uh, to start the engine, and he he's kind of freaking out because he's thinking the same thing that happened to uh, what's his name to Younger. Yeah, I guess I like I I knew all that part, and like I knew why he was scared and everything, but I guess I don't know. I guess I just didn't notice that Younger like was about to start his car. I he was just yeah. sitting there like reading through that stuff, so I just didn't notice that he was kind of like moving on. Yeah. Yeah, he was about to move okay. on. He got he was reading it and then he got kind of shaken out of that state of like zoning in on that um uh, evidence by the kid kicking the, the ball at the car. Yeah. That's when he kind of settled in, you know. Started yeah, I thought something Boom! about him kicking the ball into the car did it eventually. Yeah. No, I think it's just a kind of a I don't know. I don't know what you would call it kicking a ball it's a distraction okay. yeah um so younger dies in the car bomb i did not realize <laughs> was starting this episode the younger died by the end of it so i was like oh, oh yeah shit and the car's yeah. like on fire the whole time so mm-hmm. i was like yeah there's no chance he's alive you know no. like by the time they finally like kind of reconcile it by showing you the driver's seat like you know it's just kind of like uh, yeah i knew he was dead like he was dead immediately i don't think you had to uh reassure me of that he is dead yeah and unfortunately, um, that kid that was kicking the ball is dead too. Yeah, yeah. The other two survived, but yeah. that one boy died. Peter. Peter. Yeah, Peter. Peter, Peter, nickel eater. Um, so Tommy goes to Ada to tell her. Um, and yeah, he just wants her to know because she's pregnant with his kid. Um, Which I and so yeah, that, it's just kind of a. I just, I'd forgotten that it, she didn't tell him. Yeah, I forgot she was pregnant. <laughs> oh, I forgot she was Ada. <laughs> Who was that? I forgot she was even in the show. Um, when Tommy leaves Ada's, um, we see we get confirmation he's still taking the opium. So God knows what's real. Um, it's just true. <laughs> yeah. But like you were saying, he takes some and then sees Grace sitting in the back seat um, as he's about to start the ignition. Oh, and, push the button. Yeah. says, push the button and come home to me. 
Um, and yeah, he does. He tries. <laughs> He's like, yeah, let's go for it. And starts mm-hmm. up the car and nothing happens. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Um, after that, we've got the opium deal. Um, that's supposed to take place between Chang and the blinders. Um, but whenever they get there, uh, it's Arthur, Abraham, Isaiah, Curly and, and, oh yeah, Curly and Charlie, Charlie. Um, when they get there, there's nobody around. And when they do find Chang, he is wounded. Um, and it turns out another group, I love how they just like keep, like this season, they just keep bringing in like random people and gangs that like you've never heard from, but they're like, ah, we're going to involve them now. Like they're not going to be a big deal, but we're going to involve them now. No, they've already, they've already talked about the Titanic boys before. Have they? Yeah, it was earlier this season. They talked no, about Well, them. it was this season now, then. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't say a whole lot about them, but yeah, they, they brought their name up before. I think when they were talking okay. about, actually, I think when they were talking about McCavern, because I feel like those two gangs may have been kind of rivals uh, in Glasgow. An Irish gang and a Scottish gang in Glasgow? In Scotland? I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, they, they were. Uh, I forgot. I forgot the Titanic boys were Irish. Well, I don't know because I, I just remember later. Yeah, they're on, from Poplar. Yeah, I just remember. I just remember later on he tells McCavern to like deal with them. I, I was thinking that maybe they had some dealings before with them, but I can't remember. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm sure they don't like each other. <laughs> Knowledge. <laughs> I watched the um, episode. I swear. Um, and then Arthur just kind of goes full mental. Um, he, he imagine probably kills a couple, but uh, he uh, the rest of them get away. Um, and they do the deal with Chang. Um, how much is it? Seven tons. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, seven tons of the purest opium in Europe. That's insane, dude. Yeah. Um, so they're bring they're gonna bring it back, um, and I guess that's what they're selling to uh, Jimmy McAvin, or at least a portion of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, when they get back, Arthur's just on one. Yeah, like you were saying, he's calling uh, that. Uh, Machine, machine gun, gun he has uh, his dad. dad. <laughs> I like uh, McCaver's like your dad. He's like, this is my dad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking crazy. Um, yeah, and he tells. Uh... Oh, I guess I, I guess I got a little ahead of myself. Um, I guess they haven't, they hadn't delivered the opium yet. They just, 
they go through that scene of it's um, little boy Peter's funeral. I skipped over that. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a funeral procession for him. And um, so Tommy goes there. Um, and then Tommy goes to see Barney, like another character that we've like never seen that all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, this is a guy who knows all of us that we've never talked about. Um, so Barney was, I guess, a sniper in their company in the war. Um, but yeah, that part where he mentions everybody from the company and only he, Arthur, and um, Jeremiah are alive. Yeah. Freddie's dead, John's dead. And uh, Danny's dead. Yeah, Danny's dead. Yeah. Uh, so Barney is a friend of theirs. So I guess also probably, I don't know what the deal was. I don't know why he wound up there. Um, I don't think they ever really said. And, but, I mean, just, style just, yeah, I mean, I would say he was kind of down the same road that Danny was going. You know, yeah, for sure. Definitely yeah. shell shocked. Yeah, to the point where like he would get violent. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Tommy goes to see him, and I think he's kind of. I think it partially is a test, you know, um, but he's also like got a way out. So he comes in there with the cyanide capsule. And is going to give it to him if he wants it. Let him put himself out of his misery. But if he doesn't, I think Tommy has already planned to pull him out of there. You know, if he doesn't want to die. Yeah. Um, yeah, and something he says just kind of sparks a chord with Tommy. Um, it was, you know, Tommy asked him why he didn't want to die, why he didn't want to end it. And he said, because something could change. You know, it's the possibility, you know. Um, death is final and life is at least possibility yeah um so um but tommy tells him that they're gonna break him out of there yeah they're gonna break him out of there um on the next wednesday and i just liked how uh, uh barney said that he doesn't keep track of the days and tommy was like well you'll know it's wednesday because there'll be a really loud bang Big Bang Wednesday. Um, Big Bang Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we get uh, just one, another one of those. This season loves the montages of like Tommy in the House of Commons. and uh, yeah, That's crazy. Yeah, it's him giving his speeches um, in the office. And then... Uh, then we get the opium delivery. Um, and then the entire time, Arthur's just kind of chomping at the bit to get to Jimmy McCavern. Um, Notice, too, that Abrahama uh, got off early because they said if he yeah, he, if he saw Jimmy, he'd kill him. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't want to be anywhere near him. Um. I liked how 
and I don't know why. Like he knows that the answer is going to be no, but I like how he puts forward Alfie Solomon's as um, the potential the guy leader. running the South. Yeah. yeah, like why did you think? And he was he was going to be like, yeah, okay. Like you heard right. that speech about how much Mosley doesn't like the Jews, you know. Right. Well, and he says two things is like one, he's dead. And then two, he's Jewish. And it'd be easier to get to, to pick him if he was, you know, off the base off the first one. Like he's, I don't know if that's how, not how he said it, but basically saying he was like, yeah, we're not doing it because he's Jew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then once Jimmy gets out of there, um Tommy explains to Arthur what's about to happen. Um Arthur kind of already knows what's going on, but Tommy just lays it out for him. Uh the Barney is going to assassinate um Mosley while he and Tommy are both on stage together. Uh probably some kind of rally, right? Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, that they're gonna be, they're gonna be done with this. Um, well, and then then Arthur can kill Jimmy or oh, yeah. or uh, um, Emma can or whoever, and Tommy Abraham. will, yeah, Tommy will take over as lead of the party and basically dissolve it. I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just. <laughs> It's always so simply put. He said it's going to be a busy few weeks. Strap on your boots. Um, <laughs> yeah. And since uh, apparently Mosley is not dead, I can't imagine that this goes well for them in the next episode. Oh, it's going to go great. <laughs> I can't wait, man. Cannot wait. This is a good, this next episode is a good one. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for it. Oh, show. Well, if you're skipping around in the episodes, make sure you're all caught up with this. Um, we've got that new season coming April 1st. Hopefully, uh, the more I say it out loud, the more it sounds like a joke. Uh, so we'll we'll see if that actually happens. We'll find out. Um, yeah. Um. So we'll be back next week with uh, season five, episode six. Um, until then, just make sure you go over and follow us on Red Right Hand PO1 on Twitter. Uh, you can follow my personal, should be down at the bottom at Joshua Lynn Gary. Um, you can find us over on Twitch at GhostLad676. And over on YouTube, if you're not already watching this video right now on YouTube, uh, <laughs> you can go over there. Um, it's the Red Right Hand Podcast at Is Survive by Productions. Got anything else? Any other announcements? Any other? Uh, we're gonna have some dead weeks here. What do we? What do you got planned for us? The in betweens are yours. I just I sit know, back and watch. We'll just have to figure some stuff out. 
Yep. Hopefully we'll have um we should have one more trailer, shouldn't we? There may be another one out already, actually. I think there's I think actually there may be a Netflix trailer I thought I saw. I'm not sure I'd have to look it up. We'll have to check it out. As quick as one of those and the next trailer comes out, um we'll have another uh reaction video up for it. So yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about what we think about this next season too and everything. So yeah, after yeah. after next week we'll we'll have a lot of conspiracy theories to discuss. Do you know next week will be our 30th episode? We're going to put on our tinfoil hats for our 30th episode. 30th spectacular. The 30th episode spectacular extravaganza. Extravaganza fundraiser. <laughs> Telethon. <laughs> uh, make sure you give us a like and a follow on all those guys um, to help us keep doing this through the last season of this show. Um, and hopefully on into uh, the movie when that comes out. All right. Well, until next week, um, we'll see you. We'll see you.